Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English. Hello, one more time, everybody. I'm happy to be here together with Josie and Cami for one more episode of our Super de Duper podcast. Hi, Josie. How are you, baby? Hello, girls. Hello, Tati. Hello, Cami. Good evening, good afternoon, or good morning, everyone. So we are so excited to be here today. So I think that you're gonna enjoy our podcast today. So I'm mean, so great. I hope you are too, girls. Hey, Cami. I haven't heard about you in a while. You've been super busy that I know. All of us have in reality. Hi, Tati. Hi, Josie. Yeah, that's really true. I've been very busy these days taking care of my personal life and also my classes. And I'm also preparing a new workshop with a very nice new topic. So it's getting me a hard time, but it will be fine. And our topic today, it's exactly like this, exactly this one. We are going to interview one another. So it will be very nice. That's great, girls. Um, yes, I've been pretty busy to come in. So it's, these days, it's been uh, too much for me. It's about my classes, my personal life too. I've just bought my house. So I'm so, so happy. At the same time, I'm so worried because I have many things to fix. I have many things to organize. I have many things to buy. <laughs> so, but that's okay. So everything uh, is fine. So uh, we are so happy uh, to to be here. So we're going to interview one another. Um, I think this experience, this will be a great experience for us, right? Because um, we are we've been talking to many teachers. Uh, we've been sharing many things, but we are actually we've never done like this before, right? So we have this. Uh, different podcast today. Actually, nobody knows how really busy we are in our real lives. And the part that is the fun part is the podcast, the workshops, the conversation groups, this collabs that we are in. It's a lot of things that we do besides having a life and dealing with our own businesses. So I believe it's important. I've talked to Josie and Kami. Kami gave the idea. And we're going to bring you some questions that you might have about being your own boss. Today's episode, we are going to talk about our own businesses because we think we can help some people that are in the beginning of their careers, the beginning of being an entrepreneur and start a big business. Josie, one question that I see in TPD a lot is the doubt about having or not having a May. So why do we need a May and how does it really work? Hey, Tati, it's a great question, but it's also it's a difficult one <laughs> because actually I like to talk about business, right? So uh, May is one of the things, right? Um, the teacher who wants to be a teacherpreneur, it's good to have in a May, right? Because uh, it's not good to be working as a, 
a self-employee without a, a, a security from the, the government, um, from your from your life, right? So when you open a MEI, you have some benefits, right? You have a auxílio doença, you have auxílio maternidade, you have the, the retirement benefits in the future because you pay 60 reais, I think 60, no, 65 reais per month um, as a a taxes for from uh, for the government um you also can give invoices you can uh, give invoices to the students because there are some students that the companies pay or they receive a refund and then you can give them this invoice and then uh, another good thing that some companies that also asks um uh, evaluation for from their employees every semester or every month or every year and sometimes you have to put the CNPJ in on this kind of documents right so saying that the students is doing well in classes and uh, that the this student is being present is is uh, is attending the classes um and also in this document you need to put CNPJ because it's something it is uh something that is required from the companies because sometimes my students when they they need the, the when they need this document they they send me the print the, the email from their companies the, the things that they i need to write on the the document right so the cnpj each needs to be there right otherwise they won't receive the refund as well right so it's a great thing uh, to be to have in a may but um i can say that there's a, a disadvantage because when you are a may uh you're not uh, you're not going to receive uh, uh vacation benefits decimotercero um some other benefits that when you are salite you you can receive right but you have to be organized you have to know you need to organize your finances in order to have all of this right but if you follow our tips you can have it these things if you if you uh if you organize every month you need to save money of course, because if you don't do that, you're not going to have your vacation, you're not going to have your um, like, uh, your security fund, right? Because uh, since we are self-employees, we need to have something to, we need to be safe. We need to, to have the security, right, in our, uh, in our account, because we don't know, right, what is going to happen tomorrow. Right, because uh, we don't know if you will have the the, the amount that, of the students that we have today. We don't know, right? That's what's gonna happen. So you need to save money for that. So uh, when you are CLT, when you receive a decimal save, is a calculation of 12 months, right? So the company is saving for you. So you have to uh, control uh, your own business to do this by yourself, right? This is for you. Right, so this is, um, I can say this is a advantage or advantage to be a May. And also you have to make, uh, at, it's not at least, but we have uh, an amount of uh, annual revenue, right? Um, it's uh, 81,000 reais, yes, I think it's this, right? That you, that you can have as a May person, right? So. You have to make this or less than that. That's okay. And um, and then if you if you overpass this 
this amount you you're going not you're not going to be you cannot be me anymore and then you need to be MA right is a micro empresário micro empresa because of, about their annual revenue is uh, higher than 81,000, right? If you if you pass this limit, you need to pay taxes, more taxes, you need to have an accountant. When you are a MEI, you don't need to have an accountant. It's not necessary, right? Because uh, you can do everything by yourself. You can release your uh, declaration anual by yourself. You can do everything by yourself. But if you need some help, right? You can hire an accountant to, to guide you, to, to help you in the this kind of things, right? Hey, Josie, I super agree with you. Hey, Kami, my love, I know that you give different workshops about different tools. And I myself took one of your courses or two of your courses. And this is how we met. We got to be acquaintanced and uh, we met with other super good teachers. But anywho, why... Uh, Do we need to use different tools? And what are your favorite workshops about different tools? Nice question, Tati, by the way. In my opinion, a teacher should use a lot of different tools because it dynamizes the class more. So the students have the opportunity to learn in different ways of learning. And you can, you can bring variety to your class. So I guess using, for example, if you work with games, don't work just with word wall, okay? Try, try to do something different. Try bamboozle, try quizzes, try kahoots, try games to learn English. So we can have, we can find different tools in many different skills. So that's my opinion about it. My favorite workshops were exactly these ones that I teach teachers how to use different sites to dynamize and to improve their classes, to bring joy and happiness to the classes. So my Kahoot workshop, I think it, it was really good because I could have the opportunity to teach the teachers how to use Kahoot in a different way. Not only that 10 or 15 minutes final class. Other one I liked the most was the one prepare a class just using sites. This can save lives. A teacher can have more opportunities to learn and to use new sites. Not only use the materials, the course books all the time. So that's my opinion about using new technological tools for teaching. About Kahoot, I have an observation to make. When I did your Kahoot, when I took your Kahoot um, workshop, I got really impressed with all the things you can do because I knew some of the features, but I didn't know everything. And it's amazing. Kahoot really is something that helps the class, not because it's gamification, but because you can make a review on your own terms. You get all your material, the one that you gave for this class, and you can make this be a pleasurable review. I loved it. Hi, Josie. I know that you work with so many different niches and also mentorings for teachers and you are very experienced on this in talking about business 
And my question to you is, how do you manage classes and businesses? How could you, how can you do all of that at the same time? Oh, Kami, that's a great question too, right? I like to, I like to talk about these things. Uh, actually, I manage my business starting um, the my classes all is all uh, always organized in a Google Sheets, right? Is uh, like when a student comes to me uh, wants to have classes, I I talk to this student by WhatsApp or by Instagram or by LinkedIn. I don't know in some social media that the students can find me. I send them. Um, and a, a Google form, uh, like a needs analysis, they answer, and then we have the meeting, a meeting to talk about uh, our classes, how it works, and then the prices of the packages of classes, because um, every student wants uh, to stay in a specific day, right? And then sometimes I have uh, an amount of classes per year, uh, during the year, that is not the same like having classes on Mondays or having classes on Wednesdays. And then I have to show this to the student, right? Because if he wants to, to study on Wednesdays, for example, I have to calculate how many holidays we'll have it in order not to charge for them. And then also I'm not going to work on these days. So I show this to the student. And also I, I I put on this Google Sheets, is my personal Google Sheets. I put the, the prices of the classes, right? So Uh, all, all my students accountant um, and also my personal um, income my company income so I calculate everything that my company uh, spends my personal life expense too so I put on this Google Sheets and then that's that's the way that I manage my business right uh, and also I'm always uh, in contact with my students with the teachers as well because some, some teachers uh, are looking for mentoring classes, right? Mentoring sessions uh, to grow in their business, how it works, uh, how how they can work well on the classes, uh, how to be more organized on the Google Drive, uh, on the classes, how how they can manage uh, the materials uh, in the in the cloud, right? Because if you're not an organized teacher, your business will be ruined. Right, because if you don't know how to organize your classes, your students needs to needs to see this. Because if they see this that you're totally organized, they will recommend you to other uh, friends, right? And then sometimes they mention that. Um, and then my classes I organize in um, and also uh, on the Google Calendar. Uh, I have the the time, everything organized, so I I've planned the semester. Um, uh, beforehand, so all my students have one link of from Zoom from our um, from from the classes, and then my all my calendar is organized. And then uh, and also when I when I have the opportunity, I also organize some workshops for teachers. That my my last one was in January that I was talking about organization for Google Drive right? Uh, organizing Google Drive and Google Keep because these two things, uh, Google Drive and Google Keep can help you a lot in your business, right? Because Google Keep, you can you can feed uh, many things from your classes, right? So a teacher give you a tip on the group or a website that uh, can help you improve your classes, you can feed there. You're going to construct, you're going to build a, ba uh, a database of materials and of links 
right um that maybe you if you if you put in a group to yourself in a whatsapp you're gonna lose you're not going to remember anymore but if you if you put there on the google keep and then if you type on the search for example present perfect songs that our colleague asked us today on the group and then i put there on google keep if i if i if i have um if i had some songs that is a uh, Uh, popular song nowadays so i don't have it i just have it old songs <laughs> using present perfect but i have a database uh, from uh from songs uh using present perfect because i feed the google keep so this is the the way that i can manage my business everything uh that helped me to uh to save time i put on google keep right so like so is, if a student contacts me on the weekend uh once having classes i have the google forms like the needs analysis and the placement test is uh is on my google keep and then i just copy and then i send them uh, on the whatsapp and i tell them okay you can fill in the google forms and then on monday or tuesday we we can manage a time to have an online meeting uh to to show my my package of classes the classes that i uh, how the classes are uh given right so th this the way that i manage my business right so i live my business 24 7 right because i always in contact with my students with the teachers and also i'm always um looking for new trends uh for teaching and the business as well right i'm always learning something new how to deal with business and also mentioning the financial thing right because when you talk about business we we talk about money right so we need to to deal well with this too so if you're if you are organized everything is gonna be fine in the way right it's not it's not bad of roses but it's a is a i can say that you can sleep well right <laughs> every day I know that Patty is super duper experienced and she can teach everyone and exactly talking about this Tati, please answer this question. How do you manage teaching different niches and ages? Because I know you are amazing doing that. Well, I have been asked a lot about the different niches that I teach. I teach very young learners, such as four or five years old, before they can read or write in the school. I teach kids, I teach twins that age between 10 and 13. I teach teenagers until they go to vestibular. I also teach them to pass in vestibular. I also teach uh, people that are looking forward passing in IELTS or TOEFL test. I give them the basics. I teach adults. I teach business people. I teach people in general. You name it. I also do translations and versions. I just cannot translate uh, official documents because I'm not certified. Um, I teach people in general and depending on the needs, I also accompany visits to close contracts or I assist in closing contracts with uh, people that live abroad. So there are many things that you can do when you are an English teacher. And by the time that I started, we had to do a little bit of everything. It was not like today that you choose a specific niche and you continue doing just that and then you specialize in that. 
So nowadays that I have more students, I count with four other teachers uh, that give me the support I need with small kids, with uh, twins, with adults. I have a teacher that is a CELTA. He has he holds a CELTA degree, so he's more into grammar. And I have a new teacher coming now. So these four people back me up on the moments that I am not able to teach the new students or specifics, you know? So this is how a business goes. Uh, you start doing a little bit of everything, you specialize, and then you get other people to compose your team and to be part of it. We are a big family. We share our thoughts. We have lunch together. We talk about things that need to be talked about. And we also share our experiences because sometimes one knows what the other doesn't and we need to help one another. One hand washes the other. This is how it goes. Coming. Since you like working with tools and uh, giving some workshop for teachers, um, I would like to know uh, how how you plan a workshop and, uh, for example, how you get some ideas, how you can like think of um, in a workshop, and then uh, I would like to know how you 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 come up with some ideas for the workshop for teachers. Hey Josie, very interesting question. I loved it. When I think about the topic of a workshop, I always think about what the teachers want to know about the new tool I'm gonna teach them. So I have to prepare everything before the workshop, during the workshop and also after the workshop. So first I think about the topic. After that, I have to prepare the staff things like the Google Forms subscription, the, the form, so then the teachers can subscribe. I always have to put some details on Simpla because sometimes I use it. And then when I don't use Simpla, I have to deal with the things manually. Like I see how many uh, subscriptions I have in the forms. And then I create a spreadsheet with the teacher's information like email, phone number, if they are going to watch the, the workshop live or the recording, things like that. And then I have to charge the teachers to pay to deposit on my account or when I use Simpla too. And I like to prepare slides to guide my presentation in that day. And in the day, I always check everything before, before the time in advance. And in the time of the workshop, I like to, to make the teachers ask me questions, interacting in the chat, in the Zoom chat. And I like to answer them because it's a, it's a workshop, so it must be practical. And after the workshop, I send everyone the recording. I create a Google Drive folder to share the link. I send the slides I used, the pictures we always take. So that's it. It's a hard work. It's not easy, but it's one of the things I love the most. This is something that I found out since the beginning of the pandemic, and I can't stop doing that. And on the first hand, on my 
I guess this year will be will be the first. Yes, it will be my first workshop this year. And stay tuned because it will be a very nice topic. All the teachers must be there. Hey Tati, I would like to know since you have you have a school and then you have some teachers working for you, and how how you deal with the uh, like hiring new teachers, like training them, uh, how the things works like the in the business, like uh, managing other teachers in our school. So tell us uh, your experience about that. It is never easy to hire new people to work with you once you had prior people working for you. But it is always a new thing and new things are always welcome. So that younger people will bring you technology, information, they will share different things with you. And of course, they lack experience. So during the training, you will pass on to them all your experience in the techniques to teach and how you want them to achieve a better level for your students. And this is like a, a win-win situation. There is no way you're going to lose from hiring new people. And even if they don't stay for long, you have the experience of having had different heads thinking together with yours, which is always a good experience for yourself as well and the business. Of course, you're looking for people that will stick with you for as long as they can. And during this time, the students will benefit from their classes. So you have to make the environment as cozy as possible. You have to make constant meetings and you have to make uh, gatherings that are uh, good for socializing with all your teachers together. Peer observation is always a good key. I mean, watching your friends teaching always brings you new technologies or new techniques on how to teach and you can use this into your own class. Girls, it was a great podcast today. I can say that is was amazing to be interviewed by you. I felt like a superstar, right? Like those programs, you know, uh, like to be like a Jimmy Fallon uh, program. So I, I felt like this. So I hope that our listeners uh, like a lot um appreciate our podcast day uh we give we gave some good tips that can help you in your business but stay tuned because we're gonna we're gonna do uh next one because we need to we need to talk about more we need to explore more about this subject because there are many many things that we can discuss about business right because being a being a teacherpreneur is not easy But I can say that you can uh, enjoy a lot. Uh, you can enjoy a lot this path, right? So stay tuned. Be with us, right? So don't uh, don't lose your faith, right? So being a um, a self-employee in Brazil is not easy. But I can say that you can handle if you follow the good people like us, right? And then I can say that your business will be a great success, right? So thank you, girls. Thank you, everybody. So I hope you have an amazing week. And then stay tuned for our next podcast. So, my beloved Kami and Josie, it's coming to an end. And it was a pleasure again to talk to you. 
and to let people know what a business is made of. And they can look us up. They can find us in the Instagram under Passionate Teachers ELT. They can make any questions they want. We're going to be glad to answer. And I give the word to my friend Kami right now because she's always so nice to finish the podcast. Kami, the floor is yours, baby. Hey, girls. I'm so glad to interview you because usually we interview so many important people. And why don't we interview one another because we are also important? So it was a really pleasure talking to you here. One more episode. I hope many teachers will listen to us and learn with us, learn from us. And I wish you a very nice week and month and year. And believe, teachers, our job is not easy, but we do it with a lot of passion to become it easier. Thanks a lot for listening to us. Winner Idiomas, o centro autorizado Cambridge mais querido do Brasil e aulas particulares de Michigan e IELTS. Passionate Teachers, a podcast for teachers of English.